Welcome to the Every Movie Ever Podcast. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shit. The following episode contains spoilers. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Just keep Hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, man. Yeah. I've uh, I'm yeah, I've been in a bit of a blender recently. I was gonna say last of... last week you were you were in the blender. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was like mid wobble last episode, so that was just, fun. Now you're just a nice smoothie. Now I'm kind of well. I mean, I've been doing a lot more exercise. So I'm work. I'm like walking to and from work, which right. is like six miles a day. So my my thighs are like concrete. I could literally kick the dick <laughs> off a Terminator right now. <laughs> you skinnier for it? <laughs> a little, a little, a little. I reckon. Yeah. Give me like six weeks or so, and I'll be fucking like coasting light breezes to wherever I need to be because <laughs> I'll be fucking little Miss Skinny Mini. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. All good. Yeah. But other than that, feeling good, man. How are you? Good, good. I've uh, been watching a lot of films lately. Obviously, it's, it's Oscar season, so I've been watching, you know, Avatar two. I watched that; that was good. I went to see that the weekend, man. Thought- Shockingly good, right? I mean, the plot is is dog water, but oh, mate, the plot is is every movie that's been made ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> wait, isn't that our podcast? No, no, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why I loved it. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's us two. That's it. Give us blue tits, and yeah. this is us. <laughs> Give you blue tits, mate. Catch up, mate. Give me blue tits. I've just curled my hair blue, so if anything, I'm I'm halfway there. Um, you got blue hair. I want blue tits. <laughs> this is why I've been walking to work recently. It's minus four, mate. <laughs> Let me just rest my head on your chest for a while, mate. We'll get there. Trust me. I'm destroying Aww. pillowcases right now. I'd really like that. <laughs> <laughs> eh, wrong dynamic for me, but hey, uh, that's fine. What are we doing today, Ben? Today, I don't know. All right, first off. Bone yeah. to pick with you, because last week, <laughs> mid-head wobble, and you yeah. were like, yeah, I'm going to... This is before we recorded last episode. Mm. You were like, I'm changing my, my movie next week. I was like, okay. No, no, no. You you spent 45 minutes on the edge of tears talking about how bad your head was. And then I was yeah. like, I'm going to change the movie. Yeah, exactly. So bone to pick, <laughs> A, you're either a cunt, I still love you if that's the answer, that's mm-hmm. fine, who was just sort of like, look, buddy, maybe take a look at this, mm. start sorting your shit out. Or you're a cunt who was like, this is going to be full nuclear. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> either way, cunt, but also either way, love you. Well, take both of those and multiply yes. them by each other. And you arrive yes. at the, the cunt squared that I was. Yeah. Mm. So you changed your movie this week. You're trying to sell me on your, on your cinema, like actual mm-hmm. cinema. Yeah. So you chose the 2022 movie, Stutz, mm. which is a fascinating choice for someone <laughs> who is... Currently having a meltdown. Having a, having a, a yeah. small fucking yeah. meltdown. So, yeah. for, so for the listeners that, that may not be aware, Stutz is a 2022 documentary film by Jonah Hill. A star of Superbad and lots of comedies in that vein. Mm-hmm. 
Great comedies. Great comedies. Before moving on mm. to drama with Wolf of Wall Street, um, Moneyball, which was very good. And it was probably his first dramatic role. Fucking great movie. And he decided to, Jonah Hill decided to make a movie about his therapist, Phil Stutz, who's sort of a psychotherapist of the stars, top of his field, and a 70-year-old Parkinson sufferer. And Jonah Hill sort of tries, to, yeah, he's making this film about Stutz's life and the sort of sum total of, of Phil Stutz's life works you know his, his tools teachings yeah his tools as they call them yeah 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 is that a, tools is that to help fair, people is that a fair synopsis yeah. what would you what would you say the synopsis is do you want my synopsis because i this is gonna this is gonna sort of give you a bit of a gauge of where i think you're at with selling me your type of <laughs> right yeah yeah because we've gone from luck which is a fucking live action traffic report <laughs> and i was like buddy this is fucking wordy too, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. that was that was the that was the the barometer of like how far could i go I now knew how... How is this any less, like, any shallower? Because it's more helpful. I cannot argue with that. I was about to go off, but you've just fucking took the wind out of ourselves <laughs> completely. <laughs> You're exactly right. Because Locke is wallowing in the in the human drama and the pain and the mistakes. And Stutz is a constructive set of... How to deal with it. A constructive collection of advice of how to deal with that. Yeah. If you find yourself being Ivan Locke on the motorway, calling your baby okay. mama. <laughs> yeah. I don't love you. How yeah. could I love you? We don't barely know each other. I don't even know you. I don't know you. I don't love you or hate you. I don't know you. Again, we're not doing the Welsh accent. We're doing Tom Hardy's Welsh accent. Exactly. So, it's, you, so can't you can't be, can't be offended. And if you are offended, take it up with Tom Hardy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my synopsis of this film, right? Jonah Hill wants to present the tools and teachings of his therapist, Phil Stutz, to the world in the hope it might help some people in the way that it helped him. Yeah, that's fair. This is an incredibly sweet and an endearing film about two people who care very, very deeply about each other, truly wanting the best for each other. I would say that's a incredibly fair and surprisingly some i would say shockingly mature read on the thank film thank you right oh this my god film... listener it learns i <laughs> <laughs> <Get a> <laughs> don't learn you just pick weird movies when i'm at weird points in my life and it's kind of fucking me up a little bit in the best possible way because i don't think that i would be thinking the things that i have thought this last week <laughs> without this movie um, so thank you for that oh, because I can. feel like I'm a I'm a slightly better person for it. Not in any sort of like external way. I'm still mm. the same yeah, like yeah. cunty, narbedo, crap shit jokes mm. at everyone. But on the insides, mm. I feel like I'm sort of well. You're you're taking small steps. You're a man who's very easy to be friends with because almost anything I do makes you a better person. The bar is so incredibly low. I can just trip. Oh, 100%. And suddenly yeah, yeah, you're like, dude. oh, dude, you you really you really changed you my can... thinking on that. Yeah, 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 dude, you can thank Fred for that, man. My my dad is like, I, I'm so lucky to have the dad I have, right? Oh, well, I say have, had. That cunt left when I was six, but he was such a big cunt. He mm. left me with the biggest life lesson, mm. um, how not to be a person. So that's always been mm. like a lovely sort of thing to have. True. But the bars stayed there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, no one's really sort of come over and picked it up uh, since then. Yeah. <laughs> and I've kind of just stood and looked at it and gone, ah, it seems fine. Yeah. And then I turned 34 and was like, my life is a fucking mess. <laughs> and then I looked at that and went, watch this film. <laughs> yeah. How about we watch Stutz? That'll be fine. What were your what were your expectations going into this film then? Because because when, when I suggested it, you're like, oh man, I've been wanting to see that. And uh-huh. and it uh, I don't think it's I don't I think it's not marketed correctly, I would say. I think it's it's somewhat the the tone of the film is 
just answer the question. What were your expectations? <laughs> I'm answering the question I asked you. It's you. You are right. I don't think the film was marketed correctly. I I've wanted to watch it for a long time, but I haven't. Um, I've been in therapy myself for a long time, and pussy. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Of course, it's an incredible achievement. Well, you done. sound just like my therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> So how are you doing this week? I'm really sad, man. Pussy. <laughs> 50 quid, please. Is he, is he also a sort of Lewisham Roadman? No, he's actually... What... Hey, bruv, what's going on, fella? <laughs> <laughs> bruv, a... what's your week been like, yeah? Oh, that sounds fucking wank, mate. 50 quid, mm, bro. Sticky one still, bruv. <laughs> oh, bruv. That sounds, that sounds rough, bruv. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, my therapist is fucking lovely. Uh, he's helping me immensely. Um... My initial thoughts for this was I was excited to watch it, but I don't think I was. I I felt I wasn't ready to watch it because right. I didn't I didn't feel like I knew enough about what therapy was or what my therapy was. Because mm-hmm. I understand that that therapy for different people is very very different things. Like everyone is unique. Everyone learns in different ways. Everyone deals. People respond with to different things. Some people exactly. are into um, talking therapy. Some people are into crystal therapy. Or CB, CBT, is that it? Cognitive Behaviour yeah, Therapy? Yeah, so Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, which I did yeah. for a while, but it felt too much like homework, so I just did more drugs, and that fixed yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> so I was kind of... I don't really... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fuck. yeah that's, that's fucking, what, 20 years of my life? Yeah. <laughs> that exact attitude. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it worked for 19 of well, those exactly. years. It was, yeah. the, it was the last one that really caught me. 2001, didn't have a breakdown. 2002, yeah. didn't have a breakdown. Exactly. I could go on. <laughs> yeah. All the way up to 2022, life nearly ended. <laughs> 19 out of 20 dentists agree that drugs are the answer. <laughs> I never trust that shit when it, you know, toothpaste and shit where it's just sort of like yeah. dentist recommended. It's like cunts is their job for, to have bad teeth. If everyone's teeth mm. were amazing, they wouldn't have jobs. Of course, they want you to use the shitty stuff. I thought you were talking about the it, uh, the statistical thing of like nine out of ten. Oh, no, sorry. I don't trust that either. Yeah. Technically, nine out of ten people enjoy gang rape. It doesn't mean that like it's a moral thing to do. Ooh. Fucking hell. I'm just saying democracy doesn't always... <laughs> Provide the moral answer. It's a it's a pretty fucking rough example to give, but you're not wrong. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> what I expected from this film was I thought it was going to be an in depth therapy session with uh, Jonah Hill sort of being the most vulnerable mm. possible and sort of demonstrating what his therapy is and what Phil Stutt's therapy looks yeah. like in a real life session. Right. Which I think now is a very immature way to, to look at it because... So you, you thought it was going to be like a camera on the wall of Jonah Hill going in th- and being like, I think my toes look weird and, and Phil Stutt's Maybe being... not that. I think, <laughs> yeah, maybe not to that extent. But I thought it was going to be sort of like, obviously, uh, he's had a lot of struggles with the the weight and the the... The sort of image that the media yeah. pushed on him and his self image, you are right. I thought it was going to be a, a lot of that. And the black and white, you are, yeah, you, you said it a moment ago, it's like a fly on the wall type yeah. thing. It's similar to Clerks, where you feel like you're looking through a CCTV camera, like you're, yeah, yeah. you're looking in to a world that's happening in front of you and it's not like you're part of it. Um, but it wasn't that. No. The first time through, I didn't, re- I didn't really get it. And I was a bit like, 
it's very sweet. Mm. But he's paying him <laughs> to be like this. It's right? Almost, it's almost like you have major trust issues. <laughs> you sat there exactly. Three people being Do you like, see what I'm saying? And I, I was. This, this is the thing. Yeah, that's that was my exact. <laughs> my trust issues are so deep rooted that I was just sort of like. Mm. But they are paying. He is paying <laughs> Stutz, though, right? Like that's yeah. that's the relationship. It's very transactional. And I watched it again today with a fresh mind mm. and having sort of like a few a few days to process it. Mm. And it's just it's it's a beautiful. I wouldn't call it a film. I think it's a beautiful piece of media that needs to exist. And mm-hmm. I'm very 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 happy that it does exist. It's two people cheerleading for each other, expecting nothing in return. They yeah. just want the best for each other, and it is the most beautiful piece of media I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Really, very long time. It was oh, wow. deeply, deeply moving. Okay, in a way that I wouldn't that I wouldn't expect from mm. from a film because you know my taste in film. Mm-hmm. Tammy and the T Rex, Tremors Four, <laughs> Tremors Five, yeah, Tremors Five again. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what you said? A I reveal- love that shit. You said a revealing thing at the we watched uh, this. We were on Discord. We watched it. Uh, so I was sort of there for your first watch through. And you said something that I wrote down after the film ended. And you went, I don't understand your escapism. And I don't think I ever will. That's correct. But that's the interesting thing. Because this film for me isn't escapism. And I think that's the difference. Is I don't watch films right. for escapism. I don't watch Locke for escapism. Yeah. When I yeah. watch a film, I know that somebody has taken 24 still images a second for yeah. 90 minutes to two hours, right? And okay. it's a bit like, I used to say this uh, when I worked in music, you've got that block of time and it's completely empty. You can fill it with whatever you want because this is your block of time. Mm-hmm. So from minute one to minute 90, fuck you, pay attention to this, and then mm-hmm. you you have to decide. You're the one who has to put that in there now. Escapism is fucking great, and we've got some. I've got some films planned later in the whole me selling you on my film. Uh, taste that that lean a little bit more into that a little bit more merciful to your taste and and are also okay. my taste but i think the reason that i picked Locke to start with right is that uh Stephen knight and tom hardy had 90 minutes of my attention and they went what yeah. are we gonna fill this with and they said okay well what's what's not been done before what can we what can what can we what can we do that's novel and traffic <laughs> Make, <laughs> making making something as mundane the, the traffic and the driving is an inherently very mundane act right yeah it's something we all do yeah, yeah so it adds that sense of being a totally normal day okay contrasted against the high stress of i got someone who isn't my wife pregnant is an intentional juxtaposition yeah yeah of course and so when you say stuts this isn't you wouldn't call it a film i would because for me what they've done is they've said i've got 90 minutes Mm-hmm. I can fill it with whatever I want. Jonah Hill's able to make his own films, direct them. He's got the, the resources oh, to 100%. make them. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah, right. It was great. Great. What did he want to do with this ninety minutes? He wanted to share the story of somebody who helped his life immeasurably. And it wasn't okay. I'm going to do escapism because escapism is part of film, but it's not for me what I go to film for. I go to film to the deal is I give you ninety minutes you give me something in return that makes those 90 minutes feel worth it. And that can be right. escapism or that can be realism and catharsis, or it can be something incredibly intimate and heartfelt like this. And I, I'm glad that this got its hooks into you because this isn't escapism. 
This is just it's not. No, you give your ninety minutes over to them, and yeah. they'll give you something that you've not had before. One hundred percent. I feel like my first time watching this, I felt like I was in an exam, or mm. I felt like I was prepping for an exam because right. it's a lot of information. It's a lot. Of it's a lot of really fucking useful information. <laughs> yeah, but there is a lot of information, and it is just it's it's wonderful. Mm. But it is given to you, obviously it's it's a fucking ninety minute film, so it's yeah. given it to given to you at a pace that's supposed but, but, to keep but, but, you but, interested, but, but, but. yeah, but also keep you engaged, which it does. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't give you time to sort of process and sit no. on each of the the tools mm-hmm. that that he brings out and stuff like this. So it's it's nice going back and watching it a couple times after, and being able to really sit and sit and like think about each of the tools mm-hmm. and the lessons and the examples, and he's. There is something, maybe, okay, maybe I misspoke. This is a film because the way mm. that Jonah Hill has done it is it, they, they talk about a tool and then Phil Stutz as the, the therapist is almost uh, is almost playing the patient in this film. Mm. And he yeah. then goes into some very, very deep, vulnerable places about his own personal life, which is shockingly relatable <laughs> for a 74-year-old fucking uh, top-of-the-field psychologist mm. who... Me and you have spoken about this a bunch where we would sit there and think, this guy has got it figured out. He doesn't mm-hmm. suffer with the same yeah, yeah. bullshit problems that we do. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. sit around and worry about this shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly the fucking same. Everything was yeah. relatable. And it was like, oh my God, mm. this never goes away. No, 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 no. So the, the, <laughs> This is life. A, there's a thing he points out, right? He's got the three pillars of life. Pain, uncertainty, and constant work. And those are the things, no matter... What happened? Three aspects of reality. The three aspects of reality. There we go. Yeah. Sorry, if... I've got six pages of notes, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking using them. All right. So you did turn this into an exam. <laughs> oh, mate, I prepped for this fucking exam, mate. If I felt like I needed to study, I'm on it. All right. Good. Good. So he he basically says that no matter who you are, where you are, if you exist in reality, you will have to deal with pain, uncertainty, uncertainty, and the constant need to work. Mm-hmm. And as a as a as a thing to hear, hearing the fact that pain, uncertainty, and constant work are universal constants that are always with you should be scary or upsetting. But fuck me, it was relieving to hear. Dude, the fucking weight off my chest. It means I'm not behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, playing 100%. catch up. Everyone's like, and it's a it's a silly thing because obviously, oh, everyone knows that. But you, yeah, you know it rationally, but knowing it. In your core, internalizing, and internalizing that. that. That's a different fucking yeah. kettle of fish, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Because when you're 34 <laughs> and you're sticking around like mm-hmm. with family yep. in your small town that you mm-hmm. were born and raised in, you've moved away, but you've come back. You've moved away, but you've come back. And you've gone through various fucking mm-hmm. bits of shit that has just torn you to bits. To then sit there <laughs> and try and internalize this very logical, yeah. very like, yeah, of course. Of course everyone yeah, is yeah. struggling. After all that shit, you've got to mm. be sitting there and thinking, I'm the fucking problem. But yeah, everyone's everyone's struggling, but not like me. No one's struggling like me. It's the old fr- it's that old saying of like, if every room you walk into stinks of shit, maybe check your own shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if every situation you approach in life is like, God, this sucks. This mm-hmm. is shit maybe mm-hmm. have a look at your own shoe. Yeah. And it's that, it's that fucking shift in mentality. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and how, like, delicately this film mm. sort of... 
doesn't spoon feed at you because it doesn't patronize you. It does it in a very loving way, mm. which is so, that's the weird thing about it. <laughs> there's no, there's no, judgment. you should know this. Yeah, there's yeah, no judgment. There's no, yeah. there's no nothing. It's nothing but love. Mm. And it's, and, and understanding and, and it's gentleness it's not, and kindness. Yeah, it's not telling you, it's sharing it with you. It's letting you in to your own fucking Thought knowledge yeah, yeah, that yeah. you already have and yeah. that you already possess. And it's just going, yeah, it's okay. Like, yeah. you already know this yeah. and that's fine. So when they when they say tools, uh, or when Stutz says tools or when we say tools, what they're talking about are little psychological tricks that you can employ that change your state of mind there and then, right? Mm. And so one of an easiest one is uh, he talks, talks about the life force, right? Which is this concept that you there. It's a good tool. There are three pillars, and if you don't know what you're doing and you're feeling shit, there are three mm. layers to this pyramid. The first one is your body. Look after your body. Get some good food in you. Get some good exercise. Exercise, diet, and sleep. Exercise, diet, and sleep for your body. Just focus sort on that. that out. Get that sorted. Second level is people dealing with your relationships, making sure that. Just seeing, there's a bit that he talks about in this section where he goes, arrange to meet anybody because that person is symbolic of the entire human race. Yeah, even if you find this person so uninterested. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it bores you to tears. That willingness to meet them. You'll still get something from it. Yeah, that willingness to meet them will tell tell yourself that you are still willing to connect to other people and that that person is emblematic of Anybody and everybody. And then the last yeah. one is to get to know you. Now, the thing is, I've had times in my life where shit has been absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, every time that my life has been absolutely awful, it's because two out of three of those pillars are in shambles. <laughs> if yeah. I'm eating right, exercising right, and sleeping right, and I've got good relationships... And I'm, yeah. you know, putting a little bit of work into me. I don't think there's been a time in my life where I've had a bad time and those three things have been in shape. The only bad times I've had in life are where one of those three things mm-hmm. are wildly out of kilter. <laughs> Bro, all like, not, not last week, it was the week running up to my big fucking wobble mm. was I was barely sleeping. Mm. My diet went out the fucking window <laughs> and I'd stopped walking to and from work. So I'd gone yeah. from walking six miles a day, mm-hmm. working eight hours and then getting back and having like a little workout. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing like strenuous. I'm not like trying to compete in bodybuilding or any of this shit. I just wanted to feel good about myself. You weren't trying to compete in bodybuilding? I stopped it for a bit. Shocking, I know, because <laughs> I could just clap everyone with my B-cup tits. Yeah, and yeah. then, <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of fucked it up the the week running up to my mm. big meltdown. And it wasn't like an intentional thing. It was more just poor impulse control where I was like, yeah. maybe I'll just have a Mackey's today. Mm. Maybe I'll just have a Subway today. Mm. Maybe I'll just watch one more film. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can it's still like, get four hours sleep. That's fine. We have a tidal pull towards bad habits. And if you're not actively putting 100%. work into having good habits... You are yeah. just like it's like walking up the ro- it's walking up the wrong escalator in it. That's what mental health is. We unfortunately have brains where our escalator is going down, and we have to keep walking because if we stop for a second, we will slide back down. Every other cunt is on the stairs. I, but it's uh, it's the <laughs> fucking the, the whole slipping and sliding stuff. It's the the addict in me though. Mm. Well, it's it's, like, yeah, I'm it's, sober, but I just yeah. switch out my addiction for something else. 
It's and most, it, it's, if I'm yeah. not careful, it becomes fast food. And if I'm not careful, it becomes watching movies until four in the morning it's and then what, leaving um, for work at six. It's what uh, <laughs> starts to refer to as part X. Which it is part X. That's my part, part X. X. What's part X? Come on, uh, come on, notes flip boy. through my ready. <laughs> Your excessive bibliography my... of, of honestly, Andrew. mate. I was I. It took me about four hours to watch this film the last time because I paused <laughs> and started <laughs> and rewound so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Uh, here you go. Part X. Part X is the judgmental part of you, the antisocial part of you. Mm-hmm. It's an invisible force that wants to keep you from changing or growing. It wants to block your evolution. It wants to block your potential. Mm-hmm. It wants to fuck up your shit. Yeah. It's, that's how it's Phil Stutz described it. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. verbatim because I mm. fucking paused and rewound the movie like <laughs> six times to get that shit written down because I'm dyslexic as fuck. But it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the part of you that goes, you can't do that because that's not who you are. You're not exactly. capable of that. So, yeah. That's look. Be re- it's the bit. It's the bit of you that keeps saying, "Come on, mate. Be realistic. You know In the what story you are. of you. Yeah, it's it's the doubt. It's the, it's the mm. crippling, crippling primal fear that exists yeah. in all of us. Right. Yeah. It is the basis for every good hero and villain story. Mm-hmm. You are the hero mm-hmm. in your against, story. Fighting against you the need thing your that villain. Yeah. Let's say let's say Batman. Mm-hmm. In your story, you're Batman. You need a Joker to force you to be better and grow. Yeah. And then come up with these, uh, face these like complex moral questions of, mm-hmm. should I just fucking kill him? Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the reason, it's the, it's the obstacle that requires growth. And without 100%. it, you just sit and stagnate. But that's part X. Part X is your primal fear and it's designed to keep you in your fucking place and tell yeah. you that you cannot do shit. Yeah. yeah. But you but need it. Don't steer the boat. Let, let the ocean guide you because you're not capable of steering your own life. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. But this is the fucking important thing that Stutz does, right? Is he's like, part X is a necessary part of life because this is where the hero grabs his weapons, Mm -hmm. which are the tools, Mm -hmm. and you learn to combat part X. And you can temporarily defeat part X, Mm -hmm. but they will always return. Always return, and you have to... But at that point, you've grown. You've taken a, a step forward in the yeah. direction that you that you needed to take, and now you're capable to fight him again on the next yeah. step. You can defeat him. You can defeat him ter- uh, temporarily. Mm. He's going to come back again, and yeah. it's, a, it's a continuous battle. Yeah, yeah. there'll because be another issue. There'll be another issue with DC Comics. Of course, it's the three aspects of reality: mm. pain, uncertainty, and the need for constant work, which kind of blends perfectly with this Pyx shit. And I fucking love <laughs> Phil Stutz for this shit, man. <laughs> I just had to temporarily defeat my part X because I was, I had to just silence the bit of me that wanted to make an innuendo out of the hero grabbing his weapon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I could have resorted to comedy, could have lowered it because, you know, that's you what I am. Used, you could have gone off on a little comedic rant, mm-hmm. uh, dropped, a, dropped a comedy bomb to escape your emotions. But I'm proud yeah. of you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I think Phil Stutz would be proud of you too. I think everything in my life would just be fixed if Phil Stutz was proud of me. I think I think <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to wait until I'm going to hold off on being happy until I get to my snapshot moment of Phil Stutz being proud of me. I want to sit on Phil Stutz's knee and have him stroke my hair and Are go, we skip into the next one. Are we doing this are we doing the snapshot. Just let me I know. Oh, oh, oh okay. Are you getting the notes for the snapshot up now? <laughs> I ain't fucking missing a beat on this one mate. You ready? This is Yeah, listen, the snapshot big. is another Phil Stutz tool. What is what is Phil Stutz's tool of the snapshot? The snapshot, page three of Ben's bibliography of notes. <laughs> <laughs> 
aka the realm of illusion, mm. seeking a perfect moment that part X creates. If I can achieve this perfect moment, magic will happen. Yeah. Everything will fall into place. Everything will be right. And I will finally be happy. I'll be happy but once. I'll be happy. Once. But let's not forget the three aspects of reality. Mm-hmm. The pain will not go away. The uncertainty will not go away. And you will always need the constant work. Yeah. Which is fucking wonderful again. Because I think <laughs> that me and you have both... Uh, our snapshots have rapidly changed over the last year, right? Yeah. Because me personally, I grew Mm. up poor, Mm -hmm. not really able to afford much, not doing it. I I wasn't like, I was very, very lucky. Don't get me wrong. Like a roof over my head, food on my table. My mom was insane. Yeah, exactly. She was fucking the the best Mm. parent ever. She did everything in her fucking power. I'll never be ungrateful for that. But growing up and seeing people around me with like, Scooters or new phones or computers yeah. or Finger instruments or this and that. Or game and that. Boys. Fucking everything. You know, yeah. people with skateboards and I, I could barely afford a fucking finger skateboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hated so much skate music because I couldn't mm. afford a skateboard. I used to call them wanks on planks, gays on yeah. trays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. airwalk trainers, I decided I was going to hate as well because they were like 50 quid for a pair of trainers. Yeah, dude. And I was rocking Donne and I was like... I had to settle for a, an airwalk hat. Ooh. And I thought that would be cool enough, and people clicked it too far. Kids are brutal, man. They Kids. they picked out on that. They were like, "What airwalk hat? Couldn't get the airwalk shoes. Couldn't get them, could you?" Kids are fucking psychopaths, man. They've got zero yeah. chill, bro. They're fucking roast. They're getting better with their roast as well, man. Uh, I, I swear to God, the internet, man. That's what it is. They've been exposed to adult roasting, bastards. So my my snapshot was mm. always going to be when you have enough money mm-hmm. to buy X, Y, and Z. Yep. When you have the sports car, when you have the fucking, when you're rubbing elbows with millionaires, when you're doing this, that, and the other, you're going to yeah. be happy. And I worked my dick off to yeah. get there. And I was I was driving around the country in a fucking convertible Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. uh, getting paid stupid money, rubbing elbows with millionaires. <laughs> yeah. And I was I was worse than I am now. Yeah. Like I I've never been more unhappy in my life because I think I think the closer you get to your snapshot, the mm-hmm. more you realize that it is just a fucking mirage. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I grew up desperately uncool. And desperately mm-hmm. unattractive. And so I was like, cool. If I could just... Well, look, you know, uh, all that's changed for a start. You've got blue <laughs> hair. That's very cool. And look at that face. <laughs> but thank you. It's a great face. Thank you, darling. <laughs> However, I got to a point where I you know, was single, but dating people casually, all of whom were desperately attractive, living in a flat in Camden, doing a ton of cocaine, working in the London music industry, mm-hmm. being the coolest little motherfucker that I knew. Because I, ha- I was over all of it as well. So it's not even like I was like, hey, this is great. I was like, ugh, I'm so over this. Oh, I'm so over this. Could you please pass me that small tray of cocaine? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just so gonna, bored of this gonna do party this drug. You. This incredibly expensive party drug that ruins people's lives, but I can handle it. I can oh, handle it's it. It's so boring. I'm just going to come off my incredibly popular music session and do this rail off your perfectly formed ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, be... just, let me, just let me put this <laughs> platinum record down on my <laughs> 2,000-pound yeah, yeah, yeah. coffee table. And yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just snort this line right here and I'll be right with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do help yourself to a brandy. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
I don't know where that character came from, you know, but it just felt yeah. I felt familiar. like you've, you've unlocked a you've unlocked an alter ego there, mate. I um, think I just it's that that was my addict talking. That mm. was that was just me missing cocaine. If I'm honest. <laughs> with you. <laughs> So I got to that point, and again, like you, I was I was desperately unhappy, and I'm now none of those things. I I now earn pennies on compared to what I did. Same. Uh, I live with my mum, where the walls are just suggestions. So sex life is totally gone, mm-hmm. uh, and there's nothing cool about me. I do a podcast for fuck's sake. I'm a straight white guy with a podcast. Hey man, don't lump me in with your fucking <laughs> uncoolness. The podcast is the coolest thing I've got going for me. That and I bought a Jason Voorhees uh, USB lamp. Not too long ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just going to put that one out there. I have an ET lunchbox. That's I, pretty cool. I, I feel like I was sort of being <laughs> chased by this version of myself. Like this, all the things I didn't like about myself when I was 14 motivated me to seek what I thought was the opposite of that. And Jonah Hill talks Cocaine. about <laughs> a, li- a lifestyle where I was living on Camden High Street where, you know, I could see the tube sign yeah, from yeah, my yeah. window. You know, I could literally go downstairs to the World's End pub, which was my nearest pub. Oh, God, that's my nightmare. (laughs) Well, mate, it's the dream. my actual nightmare. It was the dream. I could go down to the World's End pub and be like, yes, I work in the music industry. Yes, I've met two-thirds of Led Zeppelin. Yes, I've met the guy who recorded of Jimi Hendrix's career. Wait, what two-thirds of Led Zeppelin? Uh, uh, Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones. Oh God! I met John Paul Jones. I was hoping we could, like, between us, we could, like, play, like, you know, like collecting Pokemon, yeah, 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 yeah. collecting got, little Pokemon got, cards. Whatever. Got need it. Got need. Got. <laughs> yeah, but you got John Paul Jones, and I've got him. So yeah, doubles. So fuck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I was I was running away from the uncool, unattractive teenager I I I saw myself as into the opposite of that. And and Jonah Hill talks about that exact same thing: being an overweight teenager, you know, and. Yeah. And thinking that if he was a movie star, then nobody could think that about him. And guess what? It didn't matter. Everyone, nobody... <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone did. Everyone did. And everyone and more started importantly... casting him as like the the fucking funny fat guy in, <laughs> in Hollywood, and he was like, "No, cunt." Oh my god! It's it's like a it's it's a funny thing, right? Because it's a it's a relatively first world problem to have. Oh, I was an overfed. I had too much food. It's a first world problem. I'd... But as a know, as think... a as a hell to be trapped in with that that poor self image, to then get everything you wanted and have be cast as the funny fat guy, and just be like, oh my fuck, I've made it worse. I've made it worse. I've gone from Kinda. school guys, the guys <laughs> at school thinking that I'm the funny fat guy, to the whole fucking planet seeing me as the funny fat guy. Poor fucker. I don't necessarily think that that's like a self-inflicted thing. I don't think he he got into. Oh, I don't the, say the self-inflicted. I'm just, no, 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 yeah. no. I th- I think it's the media have pushed that image a lot. Like it, the movies that he was in, like you mentioned, Superbad earlier, which was mm. fucking hilarious. Yeah. But his character in that movie is a self-conscious high school kid who is very, very attracted to Emma Stone's character. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, you're not going to like me unless you're drunk, because fucking look at me, and then look at you, and then look at me." Yeah. Um. And it's it, it touches on it perfectly. But then after that, every every cunt and his dog was literally just sort of like, oh, Jonah Hill, the funny fat guy. <laughs> and then the media started pushing that image and associating. It's a dangerous thing, man. I, I think it's genuinely what... I think it's genuinely what killed Elliot Smith because Elliot Smith, uh, the musician who did a lot of the soundtrack for Good Will Hunting, fantastic acoustic folk mm. musician, but very publicly had struggles with addiction. And wrote songs mm-hmm. about it early in his career. Yeah. Every time he got clean and released an album, everyone would interpret every lyric as about mm. drugs 
and he was yeah. cast as that addict by the entire media surrounding him, which meant when he wasn't, it's fucking easy to be an addict if everyone already assumes you are anyway. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if people just assume that you're back off the wagon, yeah, yeah. and you're like, well, hold on a sec. No, no, no. I've I'm... been clean for two years, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm... we don't care. We, You're our junkie poet. Make, make more junkie yeah. poet songs. He's like, imagine you have one bad day. Like, fuck it. I'll just be what everyone expects me to be. Yeah, fuck it then. I'll uh, chuck us the... Yeah. Uh, chuck us the heroin. Fuck it, yeah, why yeah. not? I'll just, I'll just. You already think I am anyway, so fuck you. Yeah, and it's that same thing with, with. I think you're right. That that sort of media fossilization that happens around anybody it is man. It's a weird fucking thing. Well, I, th- I think, I, th- thing, I think man. we need people to be. We need people to be archetypes. You know, they that whatever you come up as, they're like, okay, that's your role now. You play that, and we'll just combine you with other ones. And if you then okay. want to change, it's like, well, you can't because I've got your trading card. You're a funny fat guy. And yeah, if you yeah, change yeah, yeah. into something else. No, you, you, you're right. And it's kind of fucked up, which would bring me to the maze, which is a tool. The maze well, maybe is not a tool. tool. Well, no, it, it's, a, it's a way of describing the thing. I think it's a, it's a moment or it's something you can choose to avoid. So yeah. I think the tool is being aware of the maze. Mm. So the maze is a product of part X. Mm-hmm. This is another tool that Stutz teaches us in the movie. Part X wants fairness. Mm. <clears throat> part X wants fairness. I'll move past this after this other person makes up for whatever it is that they've done, whether it's like lying yeah. or cheating or wronging me in any way. I can't move past this event mm-hmm. until everything in, everything is balanced out and everything's fair. Interesting, because I, I mean that, and I, I promise you, dude, I mean this with all the love in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who is more hung up on things being fair or logical than you. Oh yeah, hundred dude, I'm this is me down to a T. Like mm. I, I feel like the smallest thing will put me in the maze. Mm-hmm. And it's it, without being aware of it, because up until like fucking this movie, <laughs> it was very difficult <laughs> to kind of figure out why I mm. am the not why I am the way I am, because mm. you know. Yeah. But like why I would get hung up on things and why I would need things to make sense to me in order to move on from yeah. them. Yeah. But that is this. And mm. it, it's it's being hung up on these tiny these tiny mm. moments and not being able to move past an event until everything is fair and balanced is just part X's way of saying, you're not getting past this because mm. you can't do it because yeah. it doesn't make sense to you. Mm. So you can't fucking move past it. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dance, Roblox. monkey dance. <laughs> Run around this fucking maze for me. Come on. Um, and... Stutz is like this is like paraphrasing but essentially time is fleeting and no one has time for that bullshit so you can waste your days and your Mm. hours and your months and your fucking years sitting over there doing that or you can you can take steps and use Mm. these tools that he's been teaching you to to sort of elevate yourself out of the maze not necessarily break through it but just elevate yourself above it and go well fuck it it happened I'm moving on it's a wonderful philosophy to say you have to make a uh, Kendrick lyric. Uh, Shit don't change until you get up and wipe your ass. You know, like Anna Kendrick was it? Yeah, Anna Kendrick, the popular rapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I am familiar with her work. Yeah. I've seen Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. To pitch a butterfly was her. Yeah, her big it album was to, okay. It was okay. I'd say pit. Yeah, pitch yeah. not bad. Yeah, pitch meh. Pitch mediocre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch two hours of my life and never getting back. Yeah, so she wouldn't have an album called Damn, would she? She'd have an album called <coughs> Oh my god <laughs> That would be yeah. You've got to put it at the end. 
Now you, you're getting mm. there. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm proud of you. Before it was before <laughs> the sentence last time. Now it's like middle of the mm. sentence. Oh my god! <sighs> like she's having a stroke or like a little cough. I mean, that's 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 entirely her shtick. But oh that... my god, <laughs> it's that. Come on, it's yeah. like it's yeah, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. it's oh god, it's great. I'm sorry. Thank you. The famous rapper Anna Kendrick has the lyric, shit don't chase you, get up and wipe your ass. The whole thing, if you're not happy, you have to be the one to do something about it. You have to take an action, all this sort of stuff. And Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate and all of these sort of dude, alpha male, weird life coach. Alpha male. Yeah, exactly. All that sort of toxic shit. I think sure. the, the appeal of it is that it, you can't you can't sell a toxic philosophy without some skeleton that is useful to people. You have to have something that works. It's a trade. I give you this psychological tool that works, and you give me your attentions for me to spin my right-wing bullshit. Yeah, you sign up to my Hustlers yeah, University, yeah, exactly. and I'll send you go- like Googled pickup lines. <laughs> it's any con. You've got to include a, a little bit of truth to sell the lie. And I feel awesome. like what, what Stutz has sort of hit on is that, that sense of do something, be active, be an active participant in your life. Get up and do something. Mm-hmm. Is is the is the little nugget of truth that these sort of right wing? I'm not saying necessarily right wing because that's a fucking political yeah. view which people are entitled to have. I'm saying the toxic, misogynist, uh, okay, that's more appropriate, racist stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can track this more. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I what I got from it was is um, the people that you've just mentioned as examples mm. are taking. A good message, mm-hmm. putting it on the end of a sledgehammer and belting you in the mouth with it. And going, yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of bed, get yeah, up yeah. and do something, do it now. Yeah, and you then... do that, you feel better for it, and then you come back to them as a trusted source yeah. of help. And that's when they slip you the poison. And then what? Yeah, that's when you drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what Stutz does in this... You've kind of made this film more beautiful by giving me that example, you know, because I wasn't fully aware of what those guys mm. were like up to. I've never really been that asked, but Stutz does it in a way where it's it it doesn't come from a from a hard hitting place or or in no. sort of like expecting anything back. He depicts that exact sentiment as the string of pearls. Mm. Can you name me a more delicate sounding <laughs> version of "Get the fuck up, mm-hmm. do something now"? It's mm. it's he put a pearl on the Stutz string. Is, Put a yeah, pearl on Stutz's the fucking version of it is mm. every everything that you do is a movement forwards. Getting out of bed, it's mm. a, that's a pearl on the string. Yep. Brushing your teeth, that's a pearl on the string. Finishing work, getting to work, yep. a pearl on the string. But the the thing that he stresses is that no matter the size of the action, the value is exactly the same. Yeah. So if I get out of bed this morning. It's exactly and the same I as... run a twenty-seven mile marathon mm-hmm. this afternoon. It's not they're worth both... any more than brushing your it's teeth. Exactly, you just did they're a thing both at... fucking yeah. pearls on that string, and mm-hmm. it's it's a wonderful thing to think about because then the bigger events in your life and the bigger mm-hmm. thoughts that you have and you, the bigger ambitions that you have no longer seem like huge unobtainable goals. Now they are the exact the exact same value yeah. as getting out of bed in the morning. And everything seems a little bit more manageable. Yeah. You've worked on your life force. Yeah. You've calmed part X down. You're aware that you're never going to necessarily get away from the things that, that are like pain, uncertainty, and the constant need for work. Oh, 100%. But you're not chasing an imaginary thing that you are 
not going to be happy until it happens. It's an incredible thing. I think that's it. I think the point of this film as well is that Stutz, I think Stutz has, has hit the nail on the head with his life. I think he has the meaning of life for him and he, it's taken him until he's 74 with this incredible patient of Jonah mm-hmm. Hill who wants to fucking give back as much as he takes, which is the most beautiful thing to watch. Totally. And it's the cutest thing to watch. Those guys together is the, is the sweetest combination of people mm. I've seen in a very, very long time. Oh, because yeah. Because it's so authentic. Yeah. And so fucking genuine and so loving. But uh, Stutz is literally just saying that you just need to learn to accept mm. that no one's got this shit figured out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no one and ever will. No, no one no, ever will. never will. Yeah. It, doesn't get, it doesn't get any easier. It doesn't get anything. It just gets more manageable. Mm. And you internalizing this stuff and utilizing these tools it makes it it just makes it more fluid mm. to get through the shit yeah so yeah. you're no longer like fucking kicking bricks of shit out of the way now it's <laughs> like you can like glide through a shallow a... puddle yeah, yeah yeah you're walking on a road made out of shit exactly rather than climbing yeah that would make sense going from bricks to water makes no fucking <laughs> sense but you know what i'm not gonna get hung up on it because just because it doesn't make sense to me doesn't matter thank you stuts <laughs> what are you rating it ben <laughs> Ah, uh, this is hard to rate, man, because I don't yeah. think I can rate it in terms of entertainment value. Because if it's entertainment value, it's very, very little entertainment. In terms of mm-hmm. helpfulness, it's yeah. off the fucking scale. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. terms of how much, how many pages of notes I wrote mm-hmm. because I felt I wanted to and had to, not out of like a oh I need to prep for the mm-hmm. podcast, more out of a I need to fucking remember what's just been said to me. <laughs> Doing this for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this isn't like these these pages on mm. for the podcast or anything they're for me they're they're like <laughs> they're going over there next to my bed i yeah. will come back to these like yeah regularly um it's, it's hard it's yes. it's 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 a fucking beautiful piece of media with some okay. incredible sentiments and it makes you feel like a better person it makes you feel more comfortable in yourself i don't know any film yeah. that does that without a distraction let me that's fundamentally what i get from film a distraction yeah. an escape yeah escapism Rather than yeah. engaging and dealing with the, the yeah, it gives me ship. a break from this shit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it lets my so, mind so let, wander let into me, a universe that's a little more forgiving. Let me let me rephrase the question then. For people who've been listening to us talk about a film that they probably almost definitely haven't seen yet, you uh, should though. How, what? How strongly would you rate this out of ten that they should watch it? Ten. I think I think everyone should watch this the same way that I think that everyone should should. Um, try therapy at least once mm. it's not for everyone nope and you might not find the right therapist right away but just having that fucking outlet mm-hmm. to how it's to hear yourself like saying this shit out loud it's beautiful it's a 10 like it's a mm. 10 to go and watch it like if, I've, if I'm trying yeah. to recommend people to go and watch it 100% go do it mm-hmm. it's 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 100% worth your time um, and do it you deserves under, your attention do you understand my film taste a little better for having seen this film no, because we've gone from a live action traffic report to one of the most meaningful bits of fucking media I've seen in a very, very long time. So, no, I've got no fucking idea where we're going. Okay, so what but I've done. I'm is, grateful for it. Yeah, what I've done is I've given you the problem and yeah. the solution. You've got Locke, which is a man who has a problem and his yeah. sort of amateurish way of trying to deal with it, his yeah. flawed human way of dealing with it. Sure. And then you've got a film which is about how to deal with that and then we'll go forward from those two extremes do you know what would have um cured not cured do you know what would have solved Locke's problem the snip 
a condom, <laughs> anything. A little bit of self-control. Just a, a, yeah. a t- impulse control. Not uh, lying. Not lying for six months. Not being a piece of shit to your wife and kids. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a few little. Yeah. Th- maybe they're the sprinkles on top, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, maybe yeah. they're the little, the little <laughs> bits that he might have overlooked here and there. <laughs> there was a few cures, a few, yeah. a few problem yeah. solvers for that one. But no, I get what you're saying. I appreciate it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very grateful that you brought this one to the table. Uh, what are you going to rate it? Uh, I'm going to rate a. This is an eight for me. How are you rating that though? Like on terms of entertainment, because that's fucking mental. If you're doing an eight in terms on in terms of how satisfied I am with what I got for my ninety minutes of attention. Oh shit! I spent okay. ninety minutes of attention. What did yeah. I get back? And was it worth the ninety All minutes right. that I gave you? If we're doing like what we'd get out of it from the amount of effort put into it, <laughs> fucking fat ten. <laughs> I got fuck like I got six pages of notes out of it, and that was on a quick watch through. <laughs> Like if I Good. really sit and process yeah, it all, yeah. I'm golden. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite tool? Uh, the Grateful Flow, I think. Uh, which is where I think we should do it now. We'll wrap the episode up. We're 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 way over time, <clears throat> so we'll wrap. Do you want to want a brief? I'm gonna fucking give it you because it's in my notes. Do you want a brief Grateful Flow? Brief, brief T- TikTok motherfucker. <laughs> brief. Where is it? Grateful Flow. Here you go. The sun is always above the clouds. And part X wants to make the dark clouds to block out the sun, right? Yeah. So the sun in this uh, like allegory is is the positive, good feelings, the mm-hmm. great, the um, they're like the feeling happy and whole, yeah, or at least in control. Yeah, and the grateful flow is not what you're grateful for; it's the process of creating the things that you're grateful for, yeah. creating which gratitude. is in- which is an incredibly... I didn't realize mm. the huge difference in those two things. <laughs> I thought that was stupid in the movie when I first mm. watched it. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. But then Stutz gives you an exercise that I... It, when you watch this film, there are a couple of moments where he asks Jonah Hill to close his eyes mm-hmm. and he sort of talks him through a scenario. Yeah. When you watch this film, dear listener, because I fucking implore you to, if you feel so, if you feel comfortable to, Go along with it, because it's go along worth with it. it. Go along with it now, because we're gonna do it. Okay. Right? So you ready? I'm gonna close my eyes, and you're gonna say some things you're grateful for, and I'm gonna say some things I'm grateful for. We'll take turns. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Ready? So yeah. close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Tell me four things that you're grateful for. I am grateful for uh, you, Ben. My best oh. mate, my co-host, uh, without whom the skeleton that I sort of live my life around right now wouldn't be possible. And soon to have blue tits. I am grateful for... Soon to have blue tits. I am grateful for uh, you, the listener, listening to this, giving me a reason to watch films and think about films like this and not feel as alone as I could because I know that there's people out there who are listening to stuff, and uh, it sounds corny, but fuck it. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for... um, Two smaller things. I'm grateful for uh, socks that I'm wearing, because they're dry, and they weren't earlier. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for Maggie Gyllenhaal's wine. Nice. Okay, give me two more things that you're grateful for, but smaller. Uh, I am grateful Close for... Close your eyes. This is an audio <laughs> media, but I can still fucking see you. <laughs> I am grateful for paprika Pringles. And Fantastic. I am grateful for the colleague that makes me a coffee every time I get to work. What a sweetheart. 
Yeah. Okay. Now think of one more thing that you're grateful for, but mm. don't tell me it. And instead of thinking of it, block the fucking thought before you can settle on something that you're grateful for. Just absorb and let the fucking, let the feeling of mm-hmm. you're about to be grateful for something swell over you. And there you go. That's it. That's the grateful flow. That is literally it. And it sounds ridiculous. And yeah. dear listener, I know that you're listening to this going, these guys are fucking mental. We've joined a what cult. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid. It's dead cool. Um, oh, this guy just bought me yeah. some new Nike trainers. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got the same shoes. It's weird. We're all getting married en masse. Yeah. <laughs> the mothership's coming. We're about to ascend. Whoa. Um but that is the grateful flow and the grateful flow is designed to cut through the dark clouds that part X puts above you so that you can you can see a bit of the sunshine and it's designed to work most effectively when your thoughts are out of control when you have no fucking direction and no yeah. no anything it's the it's the feeling of just being fucking grateful in that moment pre panic attack <laughs> it, fucking dude i'm telling you man i've been i've been off the scale of my panic attacks recently mm-hmm. and this shit is helping beyond belief. It it still doesn't fully make sense to me, but it works. <laughs> so I'm just fucking going with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine, man. What people listen, joining us? Uh, what people joining us for next week, Ben? We have got an interview coming out soon. Yes, we do. Ooh, yes, yes, we, we do. do. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, we've got an interview with Vernon Wells dropping very very soon. The fucking lovely, beautiful, incredible person that is Vernon Wells. Um. And next week, we are on... Back to Jeff Boehner. Jeff Boehner. Jeff Boehner. Boehner. Um, what you got lined up for me? The Little Joshy Hours. Was, the Little Hours. All right, because Joshy was a high point. What's The Little Hours? Yeah, The Little Hours, I don't think you're going to enjoy as much as Joshy. <laughs> okay. But I find incredible. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a story about some morally conflicted nuns um okay a sexually free kind of have you seen this film then <laughs> yeah i have but i don't want to ruin it so okay. i'm trying to explain it in a way that's kind of stupid okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then you're gonna go yeah. oh this is shit and then you watch yeah. it and you're like oh okay yeah we'll keep it there well we love each and every one of you very we really dearly. fucking do much Thank more so, so much after for hanging the, out the healing effect of this film go fucking watch this film please do it's worth it it's worth your attention uh, even if you hate it you get something from it. Yeah, it's 90 minutes. What, what are you going to do with it? Sit and watch. <laughs> what are you going to do? What else are you going to do with the next 90 minutes? Sit and decide whether to wank and then have three strokes and then get immediately depressed again? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, and then put or, this film on. <laughs> you could watch Avatar 2. Blue tits. Mm, but it's not 90 minutes though, mate, is it? That's like 190. Yeah, it's 90 minutes times three. <laughs> it's, it's three wanks. <laughs> Every time he brings out another Avatar film, he just adds 90 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, by Avatar four, it'll be like the Ring Cycle. We'll just be there for five days. <laughs> the Ring Cycle. Yeah, because my mind went to the Ring, like the Japanese mm. horror movie. Yeah, and yeah. I know that you're thinking of like Fact. Lord of the Rings, right? No, no, no. Uh, there's what a famous. Of? There's a famous opera that's like four days long, called The Ring Cycle by Richard Wagner, who was a Nazi. Did you crack that joke to me? How I, I as if I'm going to get that joke. I'm not going to. Can you ever see me at an opera? Yes, I'm going to take you to one. That's my new snapshot. If you don't take me to a fucking mm. opera, I will never be happy. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Consume. 